Are we here by random accident or are we here by purposeful design? Find out today on In Grace with our special guest, Ken Ham. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of In Grace Radio and TV. Welcome to In Grace on our special weekend and Friday edition where we're going to go somewhere. Today, we're going to take you to Northern Kentucky. It's the Cincinnati area, and we're going to go to the Creation Museum with Anderson Genesis founder, Ken Ham. Ken is going to be our tour guide today, and it's going to be absolutely marvelous to see the museum. I've been there a number of times, but they keep updating it. And I want to show you through this radio program and podcast, this incredible museum. Now, you probably do want to see this tour. And so let me encourage you in a minute, I'll tell you how to get the video series as well. Just before we go to a walkthrough creation with Ken Ham, let me tell you about an opportunity that we have for you to see creation for yourself in Alaska. We're having an In Grace Alaska cruise coming up this July. And a lot of you say, well, I'd love to see Alaska, but I'm not sure about a cruise. And don't you have to have the vaccine? And don't you have to be tested? No. All of that is over. Holland America is our cruise line. It's going to be a beautiful ship. We're going to have a room on the ship in the evening so we can meet together and worship. I'll be speaking. We're bringing along a creation speaker. His name is Bruce Malone. He's amazing. And magic Music will be providing music for us. It's going to be a wonderful seven-day journey on the calm seas of Alaska, and it is the way to see Alaska. It is probably my favorite state in the United States to see the creation of God. So if you'd like to come on our creation cruise, we invite you to get your free brochure. When you go to our website, ingraceradio.com, just click on travel. And then you'll see our different travel opportunities. We have an Israel trip coming up next year, and we have this Alaska cruise this summer. Click on whichever one you're interested in, and you can look at the brochure right there, print it out, or you can ask us to send you a copy, and we'll do that. You can also call us at 1-800-78-GRACE. Now, I also want to invite you to a very special event this Sunday. Now, some of you are listening on Sunday and maybe the event's over. If that's the case, let me have you go to our website anyway to watch what happened today. So we have Sunday, March 12th, this Sunday or today, depends on the day you're listening, Mike Pompeo, the 70th Secretary of State under Donald Trump, and he is here. He is a, a believer, and he is going to be sharing from his heart about America and what he, what he thinks we should be doing as a nation. I'll also be interviewing him for an upcoming In Grace episode, so we invite you to be listening for that in the future. And if you'd like more information on that or to find out the details of that, go to ingraceradio.com. Click on my Mike Pompeo, and there you'll find all the details. It'll be 11 o'clock, March 12th, in the uh, morning service, and he'll be, again, speaking. I'll be interviewing him, and that's Central Time, ingraceradio.com. Now, one last thing before we start today's In Grace adventure at the Creation Museum. How can you get this powerful two-part video series? Well, we invite you to make a gift to In Grace of any amount, 
And that gift will go toward making sure more people hear the message of Jesus Christ and the gospel. And you're going to get this exciting video series, either by DVD or digital download. Now, some of you want to give a little bit more. Let's say you want to give $35 or more. That would be amazing. That would be wonderful. We're going to send you two more videos. Uh, we're going to send you a tour of Noah's Ark, the full-size Ark Encounter at Answers in Genesis. Our tour guide is Ken Ham's son-in-law, Bodie Hodge, and that's a four-part video series. You definitely want to watch that one. And a dinosaur dig that we went on, Dinosaurs That Destroy Evolution. All three of these video series will make sure you get all the details you need to defend the biblical account of creation in Genesis. Contact us today. Our number is 1-800-78-GRACE or our website, ingraceradio.com. Now, you can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. I'm so excited to see your Creation Museum, Ken. Well, the Creation Museum is really unique in the world. It was the first of its kind, and it is the major creation museum uh, that exists anywhere. And actually, it's more than just a creation museum. It's really a walk through the Bible. It's a walk through the Bible, answering questions that people have that are caused because of what the secular world is saying and, you know, attacking God's Word and particularly attacking the book of Genesis, the history in the Bible. So we're answering those most asked questions people have, those attacks on the Bible. We're equipping Christians with answers to defend the Christian faith. And we're challenging non-Christians that the history in the Bible is true and therefore the gospel based on that history is true. So it's really an evangelistic facility. Uh, we don't hide the fact we're Christians. We're very adamant about proclaiming the truth of God's word. And we're very bold about presenting the gospel as well. So it's, there a, are, it's like a, a whole day for a family, right? Oh, you come right. here, kids would probably just go crazy here. Actually, if you really want to do it properly, you'd have to spend about two days. Okay. And then, of course, you need to spend a third day in the Dragon Hall bookstore. <laughs> All the books well, and, and curriculum and, and the resources. And then you have the Ark, too, which is nearby. I right. mean, this is unbelievable. When you first walk in, you have a mastodon. Right here, yeah, in the main hall. Yeah. In, fa in fact, we have a Dragon Legends exhibit in the portico as you walk around yeah. the building to get into the main hall. As we walk in, we come into a little theater, first of all, uh, where there's an incredible widescreen video that really introduces people to all the next exhibits. And we start with what we call the starting points exhibit. This is very, very important. You see, in reality, there's only two foundations for our worldview. You either start with God's word or you start with man's word. In, in effect, there's only two religions. God's word or man's word. There aren't many religions in that sense. And a battle began in a garden 6,000 years ago when God said to Adam, obey me, eat the fruit of this tree, you know, obey God's word. But then the devil came to Eve in Genesis 3.1. Did God really say, and you can become like God? In other words, you don't need to believe God's word. You decide truth for yourself. Thus began a battle that's all the way through scripture, a battle between light and darkness, it's that battle, it's the same battle we have today in our culture. And that really simplifies everything though. It's everyone's it looking, does. why are there so many religions? Why are there so many, you know, and there's really, there really is two. One is man's efforts, man's right. works, and the other one is 
God did the work because we're helpless, right? And, and that's, that's what you're trying to show here at the starting point is, hey, there are only really two worldviews. When I debated Bill Nye a number of years ago at the Creation Museum, one of the things I did was define the terms, first of all, in that debate. So when he uses science and I use science, what do we mean? Mm -hmm. And so I explained that not all science is the same. So the word science means knowledge, and you can gain knowledge using your five senses in the present that develops technology, that's observational science, or knowledge about the past when you weren't there. In other words, your beliefs about origins, that's historical science. And observational science is how we've gotten where we are today with technology, with airplanes, exactly. with cell phones. We have the same understanding of that because it's observational, it's repeatable. But you're talking about something, if you're looking to find out where do we come from, you're talking about something different. Historical. Where did the layers science. with the fossils come from? Because mm -hmm. you don't see them being laid down, they're already there. Cause, right, because we weren't there. And that's the whole point. Mm -hmm. People who believe in millions of years look at those layers and say, well, they took millions of years. People who believe, like I do, that there was a global flood look at those layers and say, you know, it would make sense to me that a global flood produced those layers catastrophically. And of course, then people appeal to dating methods. They say, but wait a minute, we've got all these dating methods. Well, then we have some teaching on the dating methods and helping people understand all dating methods, like your radiometric dating methods, have assumptions about the past, they're all fallible, and we help people understand that, that you can't trust them in an absolute sense. But then we lead up to the fact that there is a reliable dating method, one that is totally accurate, and that is God's word, because God's always been there, and he's recorded to, for us from the beginning the history of the universe. So, so you're saying to dates. really understand historical science, we need to have a a belief in the Word of God. We have to have that as our foundation. We've got to have that to have the right historical science. So I would say that the Bible, in, the Bible is really a book of history. It's not a book of stories, it's a book of history. So it's really a book of, in that sense, historical yeah. science. Then we come into this next room where we want people to have some practical examples here of the same evidence, but interpreted differently. Uh, this is the humankind. We're showing all these different skulls that have been found in history. Some of them, like Neanderthal, were supposedly, you know, uh, primitive and more related to our ape-like ancestors. Yeah, and so, so when on. you hear Neanderthal, you're thinking uh, ape-man. Right, but what we're showing here is that Neanderthal skulls are totally within the range of the humankind. And so actually, our, our artists, and scientists have used the same sort of science that forensic scientists use to be able to put the, the flesh on them and the eyes and so on uh, to project what they may have looked like from So the there's a lot of variety, here. even today, if you look around at people, I mean, there's a lot of differences in the way we look, but it's, we're still the same. Right? And here's the interesting thing. Even though we see great variation within the humankind, it's nowhere near as great as that that you see with the animal kinds. In other words, there's much greater variation in dogs than you would see in the human kind. Huh. And so God has put certain limits there, yeah. even though there's incredible variability. Huh. So once we've gone through this sort of area of starting points and the two foundations, as a lead into what we call the biblical authority exhibit, we're also showing how the foundation you have determines your worldview in all these areas, in fact, in every area. You know, why am I here? Well, if you believe God created us or you believe we're a result of natural processes, 
you will say different things. Why do people suffer and die? Well, the Bible says death is a penalty for sin and death is an enemy and Jesus died on the cross to overcome death and raise from the dead and offers a free gift of salvation. Whereas from an evolutionary perspective, death has just always been here. We shouldn't be panicking. Uh, we shouldn't be fearful of these things. Make sure your heart's ready before the Lord. That is the most important thing, right? Your, your eternity is yes. the most important. You're listening to In Grace with Jim Scudder Jr. How old is the earth? Did Noah's flood really happen? If you're wrestling with the answers to these questions, look no further than In Grace's exciting video series, A Walk Through Creation, where Jim Scudder walks through the amazing Creation Museum in Northern Kentucky with answers in Genesis founder Ken Ham. Together, they discuss how modern science actually backs up truths found in Scripture. This incredible series will be yours as a thank you for a gift of any amount to In Grace. And when your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, a tour of Noah's Ark with Bodie Hodge and Dinosaurs That Destroy Evolution. Don't miss out on this exclusive opportunity to gain a deeper understanding of the young earth creation perspective. To get this limited time offer, call now, 800-78-GRACE, or order on our secure website, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Now we come into what we call the biblical authority room, where we're saying, look, the right foundation is God's word, the God of the Bible, the creator, God. And so what we do here is we actually give people a walk through, in a sense, the different periods in biblical history. We start off with some apologetics and uh, understanding that God's word is without error and divine inspired. We're, we're really helping people understand that you can trust God's word. Here's what it claims for itself. Uh, when we talk about the age of the earth, when you add up all those dates in the Bible and we go through all the genealogies here and help people understand it's not millions of years old. We want people to understand the Bible scientifically accurate, it's historically accurate. So what we're doing is teaching foundations that God's word is the foundation for your thinking. And we're teaching apologetics, equipping you to know how to defend the Christian faith and how to answer those skeptical questions. And we do that all the way through. So someone that's already a Christian, come here and, and learn. And learn, and, absolutely. And get those answers. And if someone isn't a Christian, come here and see what the evidence and is. And be challenged. And be open-minded and say, and I think if God is truth, then if you're open, at least, to truth, then come here and, and check it out. Now, as we go around through the, these different periods of biblical history, we come to Joseph. And then we have the archaeological record there as well. So we give some of the archaeological uh, evidence that people have found that confirms what the Bible is saying. And then we come to Rahab and we talk about uh, the time of Rahab and Jericho and the event of the walls collapsing. And then there's interesting archaeological evidence for Jericho and for a section of the wall that didn't collapse, which is very interesting. We did a four-part series on Ingrace at Jericho at all these sites along the way. And I think you've got some of the cutting edge uh, archeology span here too. Well, then we come to David and of course, great King David. And we're uh, looking here at, you know, his battle with, with the Philistines. And of course the Philistine gods were the false gods. And so the battle of David and and Goliath, and then we look at the archaeological record there, evidence uh, that we found in archaeology that confirms 
that David was a real king and actually existed. And they're finding things almost every day now in Israel that they confirms are. these uh, things. Fact, startling things. Mm -hmm. And then we go through the time of Hezekiah uh, and then Daniel. And of course, all this is leading up to the Messiah because back in the garden in Genesis, the Messiah was promised. And so through all of this, all of history and all the battles and all the things that happened, God you know, calls out a people and protects uh, his seed and the promise of the seed that goes back to Genesis 3.15. So it all started good, first two chapters. Chapter three, it all fell apart. That's and then right. the rest of the Bible is the story of redemption. It's a story of redemption uh, re and, and a story of living in this fallen world, but it is a story of redemption. God finished his work of creation and the man fell and now God uh, is undergoing his work of reconciliation and redemption. All these Bible characters that we're walking through, other than one, were fallible. And you can see the yes. Bible doesn't hide David's sin. Nope. You know, and I, I think we, we even talk about it there in the signs. Yeah, <laughs> so to me, that's again, proof of, of the, the word of God. But then we have Jesus, of course, the only one that would have ever lived without sin. And of course, we have apologetics here too, because there are those scholars that claim, you know, Jesus was copied from pagan gods and so on. And so we help them understand, no, that is not true. Hmm. Uh, so we go through all of that. Uh, evidence for the resurrection here, that Jesus really did rise from the dead. We're, we're not using these things to prove the Bible. We're saying the Bible is God's word. But here's, here's what we know. But it yeah. would make and sense it, of it the world and we should find things that confirm it. And exactly. we do. Exactly. Through all that, of course, God was moving people to write a record, a written record, that would all complete his written word. And so then we get to the most unique book in the world and the books of the Old Testament, the books of the New Testament, and we help people understand how these came together, that God directed all this, and so we many, also deal with some of the false ideas people Well, so have. many different authors and so many different times that the, the Bible was written, but it's still one cohesive, beautiful, beautifully written book. It has to be divinely inspired. Absolutely. And you know, there are, there are people down through the ages that have claimed other books should be in it and these books shouldn't be in it and so on. So we deal with even that. You know, what we're really doing is trying to help people have the answers to the skeptics. We know the questions they're gonna bring up, so we want to be able to equip them. And then, of course, we come to some of the manuscript evidence. You can see that, you know, there's the evidence for the history of Rome, uh, the Iliad, uh, and then other secular history books that people accept. Look at the evidence for just the New Testament and the manuscripts. It's overwhelming. And yet people will reject that, but accept the other history books. Right, no one will criticize the Iliad, but right. they will criticize the Bible. But it, it tells you it's a spiritual question. Yes. It's a yes. spiritual issue. We as Christians must build all our thinking on the Bible and back to Genesis 1 to 11. And the lie is that Genesis 1 to 11 is not real history. It is real history. It's and literal, it's historical. And it's foundational to every doctrine. You're right, so as a pastor, I need to understand Genesis, especially 1 through 11, to understand sin, the fall, uh, the curse, the doctrine of marriage. Marriage, everything. To know right? how to deal with abortion. Sure. I and mean, all, all of, of our that. issues today all come back down to a correct interpretation of that. Genesis 1 to 11. Mm -hmm. And so as you walk in here, the whole idea here is an artist has reclaimed an industrial building. And 
we do that to say we need to reclaim the foundation of God's Word, beginning in Genesis. We've actually done this as if the artist is writing himself notes, but it's teaching. And then the artist, talking to himself in a sense, well, could God have used evolution? Well, could God have used millions of years? And he goes through and writes down all these notes, which is teaching to say, no, God couldn't have used evolution and didn't. No, God didn't use millions of years. And so that's how we teach in this section, using the artist's notes. And we have the two castles. You know, I use them over and over. I was using them back in the 70s. Two worldviews, two foundations, two castles. Two foundations, God's word, man's word. Out of the secular worldview, moral relativism. Out of the Christian worldview, our doctrines of marriage and so on, what's right and what's wrong. And so it's helping people understand this battle between God's word and man's mm -hmm. word. And then what we have is an artist actually drawing, painting the message of the gospel. It's in a sign, you know, and you hear him overhead. You can actually hear him speaking. I've always imagined the Garden of Eden as an, a term of beauty and it goes through and you'll see that. And then go through, you know, the fall of man and go through to the death and resurrection of Christ. So it's the gospel in art form. Uh, and you, you sort of seeing the hand of the artist painting it as you go through uh, scripture. And that, that is very powerful for people to stand here and get the gospel in that way. I love this Creation Museum. And I'm so thankful that there are people that will put on quality displays and help us to understand our world and explain it with the Word of God as our guide. We're going to bring you another part of the tour next time. But before we go, we talked a lot about sin today. We talked a lot about the problems that sin have created, really all the problems that you see. The problem of pain and suffering and death is all a result of the original sin. The story of the Bible is a story of redemption from our sin. Our sin separates us from a God who created us and everything was good. And we mess it up. We sinned. That's why Jesus had to come to die for our sins. Of course, he didn't have to. That is a picture of how much God loves you. The fact that Jesus did come, he did die. This display talks about the resurrection of Jesus. Did he rise again? There's actually empirical evidence that he did. You don't have to jump off a cliff and close your eyes and have faith in that sense. There's many infallible proofs that the Bible is true and that Jesus is God. The greatest proof is that he rose again. And if you'll study that, you will see that he indeed did rise. And if he did, that means he's God and that means salvation is available to all people. Anyone who will simply say, I am a sinner. I have sinned against a holy God, but I put my trust in Jesus as my savior. I believe in him. I put my faith in him. The Bible says it so well in John 3:16. the words of Jesus, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, which is hell, but have everlasting life, which is heaven. A lot of people think I have to be good. I have to do good things. I can try to earn eternal life. And the Bible says our works don't save us. 
It's by faith. And I just ask you, I implore you right now to simply put your trust in Jesus Christ. Believe in Him. And the Bible says you will be saved from your sins. You're listening to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. How old is the earth? Did Noah's flood really happen? If you're wrestling with the answers to these questions, look no further than In Grace's exciting video series, A Walk Through Creation, where Jim Scudder walks through the amazing Creation Museum in Northern Kentucky with answers in Genesis founder, Ken Ham. Together, they discuss how modern science actually backs up truths found in scripture. This incredible series will be yours as a thank you for a gift of any amount to In Grace. And when your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, a tour of Noah's Ark with Bodie Hodge and Dinosaurs That Destroy Evolution. Don't miss out on this exclusive opportunity to gain a deeper understanding of the young earth creation perspective. To get this limited time offer, call now, 800-78-GRACE, or order on our secure website, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on In Grace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr. In Grace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in next week as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio.